0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 250 of Congratulations. Okay, dude, it's episode 250, dude. What can I say? What can I say? I'll tell you what I can say. Your boy's got some fucking color, dude. Yeah, he never fucking looked better. I mean, he's looked, he probably looked better five years ago, but he never looked better when it comes to about five, you know, in between. He looks okay, dude. He looks fucking okay. He's not the color of death anymore because he's been sitting in the sun, dude. And Fire said that he's fucking looked good and his skin looks really good. So it's fucking on, my babies. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, we have a good time, though. I'll tell you what, man. We have a good time. Pre-sale tickets are up on my tour. They're up on my tour, on my website, and uh, you go out there right now, and if you want to get the good seats, you go right now. Look, if you want to get the good seats, you go right now. That's it. If you don't want to get the good seats, you don't go right now. But the presale is don't push me all lowercase, no spaces, and no spaces in case you're geriatric, I say, because only geriatric people don't know about not putting spaces in presale tickets. But go to crystalia.com. We got Atlanta, Georgia coming up. We got Washington, D.C., Stockton, California for some reason, Oakland, Peoria, Illinois, Rockford, Illinois for some reason, Raleigh, North Carolina. We've got Savannah, Georgia, Denver. We got Cheyenne, Wyoming for some reason. We've got Boston, Massachusetts. And we've got Jackson, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Not Jackson, Florida, because that's not a thing. So you go to dot If it's I'll tell you what, you go presale if it's Thursday. If you listen to this podcast on a Thursday, of the day it comes out, which means you're a true fan, and you want to get the good seats, then you go, you put the pre-sale in. You put don't push me. You don't want to get the good seats, then you go Friday and you go on the general on sale. Either way, you're coming out to the shows. I can't wait to do uh, these dates. Phoenix was uh unbelievably fun and it was great and the energy there was fantastic and um, honestly, that's why he's got some color and that's why he looks good because he's got new life in him, dude. He's got some new life in him and uh, I went swimming with the boy and the family and it was just great but I was in Phoenix and uh, we'll have that vlog coming out on the more Crystalia channel later on but um, yeah, We did Phoenix. Um, We all went. As a family, I brought a bunch of... I brought uh, Craig Conant, killer. Mike Lenoci, killer. And I brought the family. Calvin came and Kristen came and we were in Phoenix. And um, yeah, I mean, Jesus, I don't even know what to say, man. Um, It was the first out-of-town gig that I did uh, that I took a flight to do um, in three years. I mean, the last time I did it, I think, was the last show I did was somewhere in florida i believe before the pandemic just in 2019 um so it's been three years um and uh it's just been super uh I don't know, man. I, 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 I've I been doing a lot of clubs and stuff. And I, I didn't even realize that this was the biggest venue that I'd done. I mean, this this seats 2,700 seats or something. And we did two of them. So it was absolutely insane. It was in the round. I've never played in the round before except for the one time. It was the same theater that I, um, that I went to go uh, break into Brian Callen's set. Um, it's in the round. And that celebrity theater is absolutely amazing. I mean, it really is, dude. And um, I like playing in the round. It's different though, because, you know, I do hear when, when you're in the round, when you do a theater in the round, you, and you do a joke, you can definitely see the people that you're looking at laughing the hardest and they laugh harder than the people behind you, which is very interesting very interesting. And I know that's very interesting because when I was telling it to Ivan get before this show, he said, oh, that's very interesting. So that's very interesting. And, um. The celebrity theater was great though, man. The energy was fucking bonkers. You could see on my Instagram, I posted a video. Um, and the vlog's coming in and it'll, I'll, you know, you'll see that too. But like I, at the end, I brought, I brought Kristen and Calvin and, all, and the other comedians on stage. And Calvin came up with his headphones. Kristen got him little headphones. Or uh, I guess earmuff headphones that they're quieter, noise reduction headphones. You know, whatever the fuck. And uh, he came out with them on and everyone was fucking screaming so loud. And then they fell off and he started crying. So it was too loud. So it's a good thing. Good on Christopher getting those earmuff headphones. Um, but my God, man, I just feel honestly so grateful. And I know I say that a lot now, but I just really do. Like, I mean, those fan, man, those people, the people who came out in Phoenix, those people, you guys are something special. Like you guys just... I mean, when I took that stage and you guys were just fucking stood up and started screaming, I mean, you motherfuckers, I, saw, I feel like I saw all of you. We were all together, right? That's what I'm talking about when I build this log cabin, man. You're all invited. We got to build one big motherfucking log cabin, you know? Some of those dudes at the meet and greet were fucking big and burly. They can help, you know? I saw some tall drinks of water come to the meet and greet, dude. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very personable, very nice people at the meet and greet. They said, we know, everyone always says this no matter what town I'm in. I I know this place sucks, but thanks for coming. No, I love it, dude. That's why I'm there. I picked Phoenix one because it's one of my favorite places to go. And it's so fucking hot. And I love it, man. You step out, you can put fucking fry an egg on that concrete. But I loved it, dude. And everyone was complaining, you know, Mike Linochi, another comedian that came with me. He was like, it's so hot and he's sweating no matter what, dude. It's got to be fucking 69 degrees for him. But uh, we stayed at Kristen's uh, mom's house, which is my new favorite thing to fucking do on the road is to be in a house, man. I think I'm off this hotels thing. But uh, we got to the house, and it was just nice as shit. We might do some Airbnbs, you know what I mean? Just hire some security to stand outside. Just with fucking big-ass shotguns. Really small dudes with big-ass shotguns. I want to hire, you know, a lot of guys hire big security guys. I want to hire fucking small persons. Just fucking small Small, the smallest small people we can find, but like 40 years old, but like super like, you know, small and like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like a small person, like I'm, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I can't say the, you do not, but you do know what I'm talking about, but like they're big, almost as big as a shotgun. Like they have to, if you try to break in the Airbnb, cause you know, Crystal Lee is there, then you got, they drag the shotguns over and they say, you know, Hey guys, actually you got to step off the lawn. Crystal Lee is here. And then they say to the other small person, help me out. And then they hold, and one of them holds the trigger and the other guy holds the fucking barrel like a bazooka. And they go, step off the lawn, baby. And um, so, yeah, but it was really nice. We stayed at her house. My Linochi and his girl stayed there. And then Craig Conan, no, he didn't, actually. The cameraman, Sam, stayed. but um, And it was fucking nice, dude. He likes to air at 69. I like to air at 78. And we compromised on 72 because it's extra hot in Phoenix. And I loved it, dude. I just love that heat. People are like, "Huh, the heat?" I'm like, "Nope, dude, make me evaporate. I love it. I want my lips cracked. That's the only thing that's bad about the heat is dry heat. It made my lips crack, and I can barely take it. I didn't take a poop the whole time. I don't take poops any. when I go when the shit's over 75, when the shit's over 80 degrees outside, I don't take poops. My anus goes like this. I'm all good I'm all good, man. I'll sit on the toilet sometimes I think I need to go. And You know what comes out? This sound? meop, Nothing, dude, Nothing. The anus just goes, meop like it's hitting a note. Ha, that's what it does. No poop comes out. I don't even think Calvin, I think Calvin like father like son, dude. But Calvin came with me to the show and everyone came with me to the show and it was just so beautiful, man. He kept saying, "Ah, ah, I'm at Dada's work. He needs to work on talking. But dude, it was so sweet. And I hugged him before I went on stage and he gave me a high five before I went on stage and i walked out there and I just fucking saw like Kristen holding him in the in, sometimes when i was doing jokes and i saw fucking it was just beautiful man i love seeing you guys you guys came out with the life rips apparel i love it all right enough of this man i'm just super grateful and it was awesome and then at that words we came back and i fucking was like, let's turn on some shitty TV. You know how your boy likes to do it? Turn on some shitty TV. And then there were those people that were like, no, no, you know, I don't know, man. We're, we're, let's just talk. we we'll have a good... I'm like, dude, you turn on some shitty TV and you also talk, though. Because if you do that, you get the best of both worlds. And then we ordered food and it was terrible. Definitely got cancer from it. But we got, you know, it was great. We're sitting at my fucking mother-in-law's house, eating fucking dirty burgers and just watching uh, this movie Catch and Release with Jennifer Garner in it, and uh, I ended up falling asleep on the couch with me, which means one thing, your boy's peaceful dude, if he's falling asleep on the couch he's peaceful, especially in a room full of six people dude, and I went to fall asleep, and before I knew it, the lights were out and I'm waking up, and Mike Linoche's girlfriend is waking me up, and I say, huh, and she says, do you want to go to bed, you fell asleep out here, you're snoring and I got pissed, but couldn't get mad at her, because she's not my girlfriend woohoo, when someone's sleeping, just let him go, dude Why you got to wake him up to move him? Dude, if I fall asleep at a baseball game and the game's over, leave me there. I've done it. You wait. Hey, hey. I don't fucking agree with this. Hey, hey. You want to go to, you want to go? You want to go wake up and go to sleep somewhere else? Huh? This is the goal. I, uh, dude, goal achieved. Sleeping unlocked. Hey, it's like, dude, we don't eat at restaurants all the time. You see a guy walking in the down the sh- sidewalk. You don't fucking, hey, bro, go in, in the place there. There's a restaurant there. Go ahead. You can sleep anywhere. Hey, wake up. She goes like that, and I go, huh? She says, you want to go in the bed? Y- you're snoring, and we all went to bed. And I go, okay. She leaves. Anger rising. All good, though, right? Because it's not, you know, it's adjacent the way I know her. I know her and she's a great girl. But it's adjacent how I know her. She's my friend now. But just, you know what I mean? Like you, thank God when your fucking friends have a cool girlfriend. Thank God. Right? You know when your friend gets a girlfriend you're like, yeah, this will be great. I can't wait to meet her. She shows up and it's just like, whoa, here she comes. Watch out or she'll chew you up. Whoa, here she comes. And then she's just like, hey. And you're like, oh, no. But in your head, she's a man-eater. Watch out. I harmonize. Mostly because I can't go high like that. Whoa, here she comes. Watch out or she'll be chewing you up. The Russian version, the foreign version. Whoa, here she comes. She eats men. Watch out. Barbershop quartet on my own. But it's just... Uh, So she's a great, bro, my buddy lucked the fuck out. He's like, I lucked the fuck out, dude. When you luck the fuck out with a girl, holy shit. How many guys can say that, honestly? How many guys can say that? You're probably driving in your car right now. You know, I, I can say that most days. I know love is a hard thing, right? It's ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs and it keeps going. And you have your problems. Lord knows I've had my problems, right? We've had our problems in our relationship and mostly it's me, right? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mostly the problems are me, right? Because I'm me and my brain's fucked up, but mostly it's me, but also it can be both of us. But even if it's sometimes her, it's mostly me, right? It turns back around on you. Women can never really get in trouble in your relationship, you know, because they have that whole thing where they start crying and then you go like this, I'm sorry. And then you go, no. And you're just like, great, dude. And in their head, they're just, whoa, here he comes. Watch out. He's fucking gaslighting. Whoa, here he comes. He's a piece of shit. A douchebag. Whoa, here here he comes. (laughs) He doesn't do the dishes when he said he would. Whoa, here he comes. He promised to do them. Watch out. Worst song ever. Ha <laughs> dude whoa, here he comes. He was hanging out with my friends. Whoa, here he comes. I had to text him in private when he was here. Whoa, here he comes. I had to text him. Hey, can you act like you're interested? Whoa, here he comes. Should have pulled him aside. It's his fault. So that's what's up, dude. And you know what I'm saying? It's very relatable. So that's what, that's what we did, and she fucking woke me up. And then I got, you know, the anger was rising. She went to bed, and then fucking the TV was out. The lights were out, and I go like this. Man, I just want to be asleep here, but I'm not. You know what? Do it now, dude. Do it now. Do it fucking now. It was like a guy had a gun to my head, and I knew I fucked up. Do it now. Do it now. Do it. In my head, and I just got up with in one fell swoop. I went into the fucking bathroom, took out my contacts, and I fucking fell into bed, dude. And I went off to dreamland. And then I woke up, and guess what happened? I woke up and I walk out to the kitchen, and Kristen is with Calvin, and Calvin is chilling, doing stuff like, you know, he was playing with a dinosaur that he really liked, a T Rex. And uh, I walk out there and I go, I play with the T Rex a little bit, but I'm very, very, I don't wait. When I wake up, dude, my hair looks like the fucking a German at the end of a movie in a fucking James Bond, end of James Bond movie, right? Like it's, it's, it's messed up, it looks like the plane's going down. It looks like I'm about to go no and it's about to zoom in and then my my face is gonna illuminate with an explosion. That's what my hair looks like when I wake up. A German at the end of a James Bond movie. And um <laughs> and then my glasses on, but I, oh, I, for, but I keep one eye for some reason when I wake up, I keep one eye fucking like half shut. I don't know if I'm acting in real life. If I'm like acting more tired than I am, you know, sometimes you're dramatic and shit. But I walked out and then I walked back into the bedroom. And now I'm in Arizona, okay I walked back into the bedroom all right now you're gonna be as confused as I was when I tell you this story okay I walk back into the bedroom and I'm gonna go plop down onto the bed again and before I go plop down into the bed into the bed again, all of a sudden searing pain in my big toe and I don't mean like I stepped on a nail. I mean like a, hey, why does this pain keep growing every second? And now I get so scared because I'm in a foreign land. I'm in the foreign land of Phoenix, right? If I felt that pain here in LA, I'd probably just sit down and be like, oh my God. But I was in Phoenix, so I thought, what's happening? My whole world is is not what my world usually is because I'm fucking however many miles away, 800 miles away from my house, so it could be anything. We're in Phoenix. Is it a scorpion? I mean, this pain was searing, dude. And I go, oh, 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 like that, really loud. (laughs) I go, oh, oh, oh. And Krista says, what happened? And I sit down and I say, I don't know. Like that, like a Will Ferrell character. And it gets harder and it hurts more. And I said, what's happening? What did I step on? I stepped on a bee. I looked down. It's a fucking bee on the fucking Calvin's grandma's carpet. Belly up. Dude, the bee is already dead, but just fucking waiting to sting me, dude. My fucking big toe felt like it was lopped off. And I looked down and a bee's fucking sleeping with the fishes. There's a stinger in my foot. Sometimes you find out what kind of a man you really are, dude. Now, how do I step on a bee? inside. How does it happen? As a matter of fact, I want to ask you, audience of congratulations, faithful babies, future log cabin residents, future tall grass sitters, dressed in white, sharing ideas. (laughs) I want to ask you, count, how many bees you seen inside? Me? One. Belly up on grandma's carpet. Dude, I forgot how bad bee sting hurt. I forgot that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that, dude. I forgot how bad bee stings hurt. Did you know that? I've been stung by a bee three times, all right, in my life. Once. No, wait, twice. No, four times. Once. I was a kid. And I was near a tree and I had my shirt off. And all of a sudden I felt that searing, that sweet searing pain on my back. And I ran faster than ever back to my house. I didn't know what happened. And my mom said, you got stung by a bee. That was one. Number two was when I was younger in New Jersey, still both in New Jersey, I was getting out of a pool at the fucking public pool. I got out. I put my tummy down on the fucking uh ledge, all of a sudden, that sweet, sweet, searing pain on my tummy screamed a lot with goggles on, ran to my parents. It was fine. I was like nine. Okay. You can scream a lot when you're nine. Number three, I was at jujitsu. Okay. I leave jujitsu barefoot. Ow. I've told this story on my podcast before. I step on something. It hurts. Doesn't hurt that bad though. I drive all the way home to Burbank, and then I realized, holy shit, did I step on a syringe? I'm scared. I was in fucking West Hollywood in, in a parking lot, and, and there's fucking attics there. So I drove all the way back to check for the syringe. I'm like, I'm never going to find it. And there was, no lie, a bee belly up on the parking lot. And the fourth time in my life was last Saturday on Grandma's Rug. And that one hurt so fucking much, I can't even believe it. So it's fine. And I, the one thing I said that makes me know I'm a good person when I got fucking stung by a by a fucking bee that by a dead bee, is, oh man, thank God it was me. You know that's the kind of guy I am, dude. It's the kind of guy I am. Thank God it was me. Because I didn't want it to be Calvin, right? And then so when I was like holding my foot, I was like, thank God it was me. It could have been Calvin. And then I fucking made sure because Krista was there. I said, or you. Like, I wouldn't want it to be her. I'd rather it be me. But my heart was all, you know, think about fucking Calvin getting stung by a bee. We don't even know if he's allergic yet. Calvin could get stung by a bee and all of a sudden fucking blow up, right? So thank God it was me. That fucking bee. And then I walked outside and Mike Nochi was there, dude. And he was just like, yeah, you know, he's like, so, oh, so he stepped on a bee. So what? It doesn't hurt. It's dead. You can't get stung by a dead bee. <laughs> Wrong. No whimmies, no whimmies, no whimmies, no whimmies. <adulteration sounds> you can dude. And he didn't know that. So I taught him a lesson. So I'm an educator and also he's dumb. Um. So, yeah, I did that. And I made it through, dude. Times get hard, but I made it through. the phoenix trip it made me think about fucking like that kings of pain right isn't that what it's called the kings of pain show we talked about it earlier yeah dude they're doing a season two of it it's on like something like the outdoors channel or whatever the fuck there's like you know what i mean discovery where the guys just take a scorpion and they just fucking put it on their forearm and wait till the scorpions stick. it dude i don't know how they do that that b was enough for me what level is B? I don't know. They rate it though. They get hit it's, it's fucking bit by a, like a fucking Python or whatever the poisonous one is. And then they're like, they got to go like sit there and rate the pain. And it's like, dude, one bee sting, I'm out. I'm done, dude. If I was in Kings of Pain, I'm out. We go time for the bee sting, And I go, okay, here we go. Sting. I go, oh, oh, dude, I got to get in one of those Jeeps. We got to go back. I'm, I got to fly back, dude. What the fuck am I doing? I got to fly back to America right now. What am I doing in Africa? Let me the fuck. I I, do I. These guys fucking kill it, dude. They go out and get fucking and not just like I feel like they got bit by so many things earlier last season that this this time it's going to be like we're fucking here we are at the Australian Barrier Reef or whatever. We're going to jump off and get the fucking see see how much a uh, see we're going to rate great white bites. Here we go. And then just fucking jump in, never see him again. Just a big pool of blood of red blood. And they go, We rate a, sh- a white sh- a great white shark bite a ten. And the other guy's like, Oh man. And then he's like, Oh, let's go try a fucking beetle. Um, and then Ringo comes out, oh, what's up, and just bites him. Worst joke ever. Um, how's it going? Um, sorry, Australian, not British. You guys have heard of ShipStation, haven't you? Or are you living under a rock? When you run a business, time seems more precious. Every misplaced moment feels like a missed opportunity, a lost chance to make your business better, or even just to step away and recharge, right? All that stuff's important. ShipStation gives e-commerce sellers like you more time to do what they really love. Unless you, re- unless what you really love is managing every single little detail of order fulfillment. But we don't, right? Because we're human. And I hate doing that. And I know you probably hate doing that too. So ShipStation, what it does is it automates time-intensive shipping processes so you can get back to focusing on bigger things like developing new products, uh, honing your marketing strategies, or interacting with cu- customers, all the uh, important stuff that you should be doing. My favorite thing about ShipStation is when I, you know, the fact that we use it, all of my customers and people who order stuff for me, uh, they're just happy because they're getting their merch fast and hassle-free. I see people posting stuff like, they're like, I got this a day later and stuff like that. And it's just great. Um, So, yeah, all those manual shipping tasks uh, are, if they're eating up your time, ShipStation takes care of all of that. Um, It's really good at those. So let ShipStation handle all your shipping and handling and get back to what you're good at growing your business. Uh, It's time to let all of those shipping tasks go. Um, ShipStation can do it better and faster. Sign up using promo code congrats for a free 60-day trial today. you got nothing to lose at ShipStation.com. And start saving time with every shipment. That's two whole months of shipping made quick and painless, and it's free to try. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in congrats. ShipStation, make ship happen. Uh. So yeah, anyway, Kings of Pain, I stepped on a bee, so that's cool. Uh, the Phoenix trip was cool, man. When I was coming home... Um, Well, two things happened that one thing happened that made me feel like I'm pretty. I I dated a girl once, probably 10. No, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And she would always say, I hate loud sounds and I hate like sounds that don't agree with me. And like, it bothers me so much. And I always thought it was so silly because I'm just like, they're just sounds. Who gives a shit? What are you, a dolphin? You know? And she would be like, I just like loud noises or like when somebody's being annoy- annoying, it's like really puts me off. And I'm like, all right. And I think about that all the time. And now I'm fucking like that. Okay. I was on the plane, dude. And, you know, my family's sleeping. Calvin's watching the iPad. And all he's doing is he's watching a fucking iPad. Um, everyone's, Chris uh, sleeping and Calvin's watching an iPad that is like, uh, it's this fucking really colorful cartoon on Some streaming service I guess Netflix He downloaded it And he's like All he's doing is playing With the brightness of it I look and it's just going Bright and dark Bright and dark And I look and he's just Fucking (laughs) I don't even know How to do it But he's sitting there Just fucking You know he's already More technologically advanced Than I am on an iPad And um And I'm watching him do it And he's doing it For like a fucking The whole flight And I'm sitting there And I keep hearing And now Now you know how loud A fucking plane is right Like it's just It's always humming It's never not humming If a plane's not humming you're about to die, but you're on the plane. You're 30,000 feet in the air and I hear humming, but I also hear. And then for a while I don't hear it. So I'm like. Uh, what "The Fuck, where is that? Is it in my head? How close would somebody have to be to you if you're on a plane and then you hear. And that was the exact noise. Ah Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I'm so comfortable during this podcast that I'll sneeze. I don't get insecure. Fuck yeah, dude. You understand how happy that makes me? I'm so comfortable that I I think, oh, oh, I got to sneeze. And then I don't think, uh oh, I think, well, let's just roll with it, dude. Because I'm wrong. What you see is what you get. And that's my duty to you guys because this is a cult. I would never fucking not sneeze for you. Fuck yeah, dude. Sneeze with me. If you really respect someone, you'll sneeze around. You'll, you'll around. You'll sneeze around them. But anyway, um, I did that for you, and you know, it's like I don't want to be like you're welcome, but it's a gift, and like it's all good. So I'm sitting there, and f- now the fucking flight is an hour and five minutes. By the way, airlines just say like an hour. You don't need to like how long's a the flight. They're always so smug with it. One eleven. Okay, you know, just say it's gonna be about an hour. You know, the flight time to Denver is currently three hours and twenty three minutes. All right, dude, what do you think? Like, I'm, you're gonna it's gonna be three twenty five, and I'm gonna be like, oh, uh, you know, you gotta fucking, you lied. <laughs> so I hear, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I, where is it? You know what I mean? And I'm getting fucking, and I, but I'm like, I think the guy in front of me is making that noise so i do the thing where like you peer, i'm on the one seat you know i'm in the one row seat cuz i'm in first class and i fucking look i mean i don't mean to fucking brag but st- you know what i mean no dents and so i fucking look over to the crack of the inside and the and the chair and and i think i'm going to say something to him if he's making this noise and i look and he's watching something on his phone and it's set up And I look and I think, well, what's he watching, right? And it's in fucking, it's got Spanish subtitles on it. So I'm like, the guy fucking maybe doesn't even speak English. So now I can't even fucking say anything to him, right? But guess what, dude? It's a universal language. So I'm pissed in all the languages with... But it's like, it's like shooting through the fucking hum of the airplane. You know what I mean? It's like not, it's not loud or soft enough, but it's just that... So I'm like, I got to see what the fuck this guy's doing. So I think, I don't want to be a bitch. I'm no bitch. I got to lean forward. And if he sees me, who cares? Right? So I lean forward. (laughs) And. And I, and I can't see it because I'm like, he's just going to fucking see me look at his mouth, but I didn't want to get up and walk, pretend to go to the bathroom and then come back and see if he was doing it. Cause first of all, the timing is wrong. And then also of oh, the timing may be wrong, but then also he's making me do all this extra work because of this fucking bullshit sound on me. And I should be able to do what the fuck I want. I don't need to be getting some extra steps because of this guy's mouth sucking, which I don't even know if that's what the noise is. Right. So all this stuff's going on in my head, right? And I'm like, great. I can't lean forward hard enough to see because he's like fucking slumped over watching this shit. And I can't see this way and I can't see this way. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I'm a fucking badass. I'm going to take my phone. I'm going to put it in the camera mode, face it in the selfie, right? Selfie mode. And then I'm going to fucking just go like this in front of him to see what the fuck he's doing, dude. And I want you to fucking know deep down in your heart that that's how gangster i am dude if you're making mouth noises but it's not confirmed and you're sitting in front of me on an airplane or anywhere and i'm uh, you know and you're trying to get me to do some extra work to fucking walk forward and look back to see if you're doing it i'm not gonna do that dude i'm sitting down and i'm chill fucking axed I'll fucking put my phone in selfie mode and I'll put it in front of your face and act like we're having a moment, dude, that we have to capture. So that's what I did, dude. I put it in selfie mode. You know, I got a little bit of nerve. I, I, you know, you get nerves. The whole thing about the no fear is like, what if he's gonna see? Oh, no, don't have fear. Be a man about it. Dude, I felt fear. I felt nervous. But a real man doesn't feel no fear. A real man feels fear. And still perseveres. And I've learned all about that this past two years. So, this guy, I mean, he's mince meat. Phone activated in selfie mode, moved it forward way in front of his face. And I'm like, he's going to see because I didn't angle it right at first. And I'm angling, I'm trying to get the angle. And I get it. And I, and bro- oh, whoopsie daisy, I didn't even tell you. The phone was fucking recording video. He's got evidence, too. It wasn't just in selfie mode. Joke's on you. He's got evidence, too. He was picking his teeth. With the razor. Hey, bud. First of all, Why? Second of all, you get it on the plane. How'd you get it? How? You get it on the plane, dude. (laughs) Also, now I'm recording a guy who doesn't speak English sticking razors in his mouth trouble but I got it and you know what dude I didn't even get his face in it because I'm good with the fucking camera you know so I'll put it up here in the fucking congratulations and I'll show you but he had a fucking razor and he was picking his teeth for so long and I didn't say anything about him but I recorded the video and I sent it out to all my friends so I won that one he's petty but he knows the deal you know what I'm talking about yeah sure Chris that guy who's petty yeah but he knows the deal no I know That's how people talk when they talk about me. Crystalia, who's that? The petty guy? Yeah. No, but he knows the deal. No, I know, but I'm saying. Picking your teeth in public is always, it's just, it's like, honestly, for real, instead of that, turn around, open up your anus and let shit leak out. Less gross. I, I, I mean it too. Like, it's just so gross to hear the, like any burp is worse than a fart. Dude, if I'm around you and you fart, I go, come on, man. If you burp, you're off my list. That's so gross. That stale stomach energy, gross as shit, dude. Just coming out, the bile just fucking, the fucking, bile's done. Just coming out of the fucking air inside you. All that bile just fucking doing it like this, like a Daffy Duck cartoon. Bile's done. Bile's done. I don't know, man. It's the little shit that we talk about that's really important for this world. So that's what happened that was annoying on the plane. And then when I went, when I landed, I had to go change Calvin because he took a fucking poop in his diaper, finally, because we were out of that dry zone. As soon as we landed, he just fucking, you know, dropped some pebbles out. And I had to go change him because uh, Kristen had to, I don't remember where she was, but I fucking went to uh, the men's room to go change him, and there was like no changing area. There was just like a ledge Like, come on, airport, get it together. You know, it was just a ledge. It wasn't even a fucking, there was like, no, no, it wasn't comfy at all. And I was like, come here, buddy. And I had to put him up there. And I was like, can you sit down? And he sat down on this hard ledge. And then he had, he's like, no, I want dinosaur. And he had his dinosaur. And so I was like, that's okay. And I took, I I got to take your pants down and undid it. And right. And then it's just fucking father and son. I'm changing his diaper in the, uh, bathroom. And I hear, and this is a lesson for yeah me is what I mean. And I hear this dude in the bathroom and he's just like, God damn, man, those shoes look comfy as shit. (laughs) I just hear some guy say, God damn, man, those shoes look comfy as shit. And it's too far away to be about me. So I'm pissed. And I'm not pissed that he's not talking about how comfy my shoes look. But it's just like, don't be that loud to somebody you either know or don't know in a fucking public bathroom. And it was that loud, too. Also, it's so echoey in bathrooms. He just says, God damn, no shoes look comfy as hell. Just like that, okay? And, the guy, and then another guy says quieter. Oh, yeah, they're pretty comfy, but, you know, I like them. He's like, yeah, man, they're really nice. I really like them. And it's just loud as shit, and I'm changing Calvin, and I'm focusing on him, you know? I'm just like, buddy, you know? Hold on. And he's starting to cry. And I'm like, buddy, just hold on to your dinosaur. It's okay. Let me get it. Let me clean you up. All right, cool. Now stand up. Here we go. And then I turn around. As I turn around, I see this fucking the two guys, a black dude with steel blue eyes. I mean, this guy had to be 50, but boy, dude, he looked fucking handsome as shit. And he said, hey, you're a good dad, man. And he had the same voice as the guy who said, "God damn, those shoes look comfy as hell. And I was upset. And then when he said that and he looked at me and he said, you're a good dad. It made me feel better than fucking anything. So I was upset at the fucking T-second guy. And then I got a little bit perturbed when the guy was screaming in the bathroom. But then it turned out that that guy was the guy that gave me a compliment. And not only a compliment, but the best comment, compliment a father could have. And I felt all warm inside. And behind him, the guy with the comfy shoes, 75 years old, and just looks at me and goes like this. "Yep." Yup. And gives me a thumbs up, dude. I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, it's bound to feel good. And almost I actually almost cried in the fucking bathroom, dude. And it would have been okay because Calvin was crying too. Fuck yeah, a black dude with steel blue eyes and a fucking old white dude with a com- shoes comfy as hell. Oh my God, they didn't even know each other, but they made friends in the bathroom and then they made friends with me. Just unfucking believable Life is great if you just fucking, you know what I mean? If you focus on all these moments, if you just focus on them and you really understand what you're going through and living inside your body and not sleepwalking through life, you know what I mean? It's just beautiful. Because I was sleepwalking through life for so long and now I just fucking... Walls down like the Star Wars shits I just feel good dude You know and sometimes the you know The shit gets to me like the mundane stuff in life With the teeth sucking and you know Some days I'd have bad days But then I fucking you know I just think about how great You gotta fucking life rips man This is why I always say this dude But it does man This guy came up to me after my show in Phoenix in the meet and greet and he was like Yo man I just gotta tell you dude You You, you know my buddy died, my buddy, uh, died. He, he, I can't remember what he said, but he, I I don't think it was suicide, but he said my buddy died earlier this year. And, uh, you know, your podcast helped me get through it. It was like, I was really sad. And like, it just like you, you really saved me this year. Um, and um i don't know if i he you know i'll just be fucking candid with you because i'm just not like i'm fucking airing this guy out but it was just a guy i'm talking about that you don't know who he is but he was like i don't think i'd be here if it wasn't for your podcast and you know he was probably just speaking hyperbole but um i said to him i was like you know i he he, he got a little bit like emotional like his voice started cracking and i gave him a hug and i said uh i'm 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 really sorry to hear that about your friend but i'm glad you're still here and then we hugged and i said and in his ear i said life rips man And, and it does, dude, you know, because life can't be good without the bad. You know what I'm talking about? If it was all good, if it's all good, it's not good, right? This, I thought life was all good until the bad happened. And then I realized how good life was. You know, that's so fucking true. Like, you you know, you sit there and you think, uh, you you watch comedians, you you know, you watch comedians and some of them aren't that good. And you're like, these guys are terrible, you know? You might watch a comedian, these guys awful. But then you see a guy that just crushes and you're like, oh yeah. And you appreciate him more because you fucking realize stand up is hard and the cream rises to the top and the good moments in life Can't rise to the top if there are no other moments. He says while sipping on that purple straw. Life is. I always think about that thing when Chris Rock said, life is longer than a motherfucker. You know, because people said life is short. I always thought that was so funny, and it is. But like, when you get older, like it fucking, you really think about things. Like this poor Kate Spade. By the way, you, I mean, I know she she uh, hung herself. What was it like three years ago? But the fucking what was it? Ultra Beauty that like put out an email that was like they put out a new fragrance and it was and it like the tagline was "Come hang with Kate Spade." So uncouth. It's one of those things that's so bad and such an oversight and mistake where you're like did they mean to? And of course they're getting dragged online because everyone's fucking just wants them to, you know, this place should be out of business. And obviously they didn't mean to do it because who the fuck would do that, right? It's not like their fucking uh company is run by a menace, although maybe it is because I watched a little bit about I watched some documentary. not about, not about the ultra beauty, but about like big corporations. I watched a documentary. You watch a documentary about big corporations, dude, it's the most depressing shit because people are like, "What I would, I watched the other day. It was on HBO max. I don't remember, dude. Something about wall street. Oh, it was about the fucking GameStop thing where they did the GameStop, um uh, the GameStop uh, where everyone put money Into GameStop and GameStop exploded and then, it, and then it fucked up the whole economy Like people fucking lost their houses because GameStop stock was going up how fucking Ridiculous is that Just a fucking video game Brick and mortar video game store Where in a world where everyone Can download video games Just obviously failing And people on Reddit At Wall Street bets were just like Let's just actually see if we can make people lose Homes Fuck the man. And so they fucking, they just started fucking it up. And then Robin Hood, the app, the the trading app came in and was like, we're actually going to cease it, you know? And, uh, but people lost their homes and shit just because everyone was buying GameStop. And then like, and then GameStop uh, is still going to go to the fucking wayside, you know? But I was watching this thing and these people on this documentary were just like, You know, if I could have a little part of just, you know, fucking these guys on Wall Street, I would love to have that. I would love to be a part of that. Just fucking the man. And you're just like, huh. Everyone's so mad at people with money. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I have no fucking idea. I'm not going to pretend I know any side of anything. Right. Because how do you know, unless you're in the fucking thing? Like, I don't know how evil these guys are. Sure. Bernie Madoff, right. He went to jail for 150 years for doing all that shit. But like, I don't know how, I don't know this shit. Like people say the guy who did the fucking, uh, we work is a crook. He's out. He's not, uh, he's not in jail. He's got fucking $20 million. It's like, okay, but well, I don't know. And then all of, and then oh, so he's not a crook, but then fucking what's her name? The, the, the Theranos girl. She is a crook. I don't know. This is like, they did the same thing, but one of them had to do with, you know, Lying about curing cancer. So I guess that's worse. I don't know. And everyone's out there with their fucking opinion. And everyone's out there making documentaries with these people who have an opinion. That when they take down the man. And I don't know who's right. But that's what's up. All I'm saying is don't push me. Right? Don't push me. We got that fucking merch up in the store. Don't push me. ChrisLead.com. And we go into many, many different cities. Boston, Cheyenne, Denver, Savannah, Raleigh, Raleigh, sorry, whoops, Rockford, Peoria, and Peoria, and New York. It's in the Little Shop of Horrors, just did a little fucking ditty for you. Oakland, California, Stockton, Washington, D.C., and Atlanta, Georgia, dude. I'm going to try and get B.O.B. to come out. Fucking B.O.B. is going to come out in my fucking Atlanta show. You said you heard it here first, dude. I'm going to make him come. Wait, pause. Pause. I do that. I say pause sometimes. Um, God, it's so funny. But when you, if you're a comedian and you do stand up, and then there's a black audience, and you make a gay joke, they'll laugh. At, they, you could be killing if you make a gay joke with a black audience. They'd be like, "There's nah, 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 be." <laughs> they do not fuck with gay humor, dude. Nah, B, nah. That's too far, be. That's what they do. Yeah, dude, you'd be crushing, talking about the kitchen, just fucking crushing, doing some kitchen humor. Yeah, and you ever use a fucking Black & Decker fucking this, and it'd be fucking dying, dude. And then your woman comes in, and and then you fuck your friends. Nah, B. Nah, nah, B. Never that. Okay, you don't like that. Let me go into my fucking animal humor. And you start doing other humor, and they fucking just dying. Start dying again. Or just start talking about other shit. Fucking dying. And then you say, yeah, dude. And then you just start sucking a guy's dick. Nah, B. Nah, pause on that, huh? Pause on that, dog. I was talking, I was making fun of uh, something on the podcast the other day and fucking people online were saying I was racist. Whatever. I'm not. I was talking about Asians and how like fucking great they are or something. And people were like, this is racist. We thought we canceled this guy. And I'm just like, whatever. That's the thing about it. You cancel a guy, he can say whatever he wants now. What are you going to fucking do? I'm going to fucking run for president, dude. Uh, you know what? He screamed while he sipped at the purple straw, and those four shots went into his mouth effortlessly and down his esophagus. Dude, I'm a fucking poet, man. I should write a novel and just fucking use words like effortlessly, dude. You know how fucking good that would be? Dude, you know you're reading a fucking good novel when you, when you, when you read words like effortlessly. Right, and he effortlessly strides through the hallway, dude. Extra words are the shit in books, man. That's why books are so long. All books should be under two hundred twenty pages, dude. If there's if there's books that are longer than two hundred twenty pages, they're using words like effortlessly, not even big words, but words that have a lot of letters in them, like effortlessly, dude. That's when you know the shit is on, dude. That's when you know you're reading something that they're gonna turn into a movie in twenty years and use the fucking guy who is in the fucking bad guy in Wonder Woman. He's gonna be in it. <laughs> Was that fucking guy? Goddamn, he's in everything because he's fucking Latino, dude. What's he's a good actor though, right? He was in Narcos. What the Narcos didn't know what, what the what the what the what was the fucking what's the thing what the cartel didn't know was how much voiceover that the Narcos had. What the what the police didn't know was, but what they didn't understand was we understood everything. But what they didn't know was we were so educated on this topic. Um, they didn't have the education that we had. We were educated on this topic, so when we when when the plane touched down, what the narcos didn't want us to, what they didn't want us to know was, but we already were miles ahead of them. Dude, I need to start doing some voiceovers, man. My son dances so much. It's crazy, dude. And it's not even that good, but it's cute as shit. I guess if he was a good dancer, it'd be less cute. It'd be weird when he fucking when he's a, if, I don't When little kids are good at shit, I don't like that. Like, you know? Do you ever see, like... Who is that fucking one Dakota Fanning? Was she a child actress? Is that her name? And she was, like, fucking eight on the couch in Atlanta. And she's like, well, I'll tell you, Jay. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, how weird is that? You know what I mean? No knock. I'm sure she had a great childhood and great parents. But it's just like, when you see a kid that's just like... Hello, Howie Mandel. What I'll be doing tonight on America's Got Talent is. And you're just like, oh, don't be so polite, man. If you're a kid, be rude. You know how much Calvin says no? And I say, hey, you can't say that. But secretly, I know you can. And I love that he's doing it because being defiant is fucking amazing. Because you know what sucks? Rules. But I go by him, right? I go by him. Because then if anything bad happens, it's your fault. He's got fucking, he looks nice, dude. He looks nice with the fucking DMX chain and the fucking Kenzo shirt with the fucking nice little bit of color he got in Phoenix, dude. He looks nice with the salt and pepper beard and he wishes it was in his hair more, but it's not, dude. And he lets nature do its thing i'm not the kind of guy who dyes my hair i never dyed shit never dyed my hair once not even as a kid when all the wrestlers were doing it with the blonde hair i wasn't a wrestler but also it leaked out into the other population of the school and everyone started dyeing their hair yellow like fucking eminem but this was even before eminem but your boy never succumbed to that dude because anytime lots of people are doing some shit your boy waits on the sidelines for it to end lots of renters but dude he feels good man okay And uh, yeah, dude, I never dyed my hair. I see sometimes people say, dude, what? You dye your hair, bro. And it's like, why would I dye only my head hair? You ever think of that? Do a little bit more. This is what I have to say about people. Just in general. Do a little bit more thinking before of what you're going to say. Do a little bit more thinking. I posted a picture about how i'm gonna be on my on my uh what do you call it on my uh um instagram where I'm gonna be and shit in my uh cities and just this is the this is the caption announcement ten a m your time on wednesday presale code don't push me, get the good tickets quick they'll go be ready let's do this Lincoln bio and somebody posts where do we get the tickets like I just don't understand you know. I don't understand what's happening in the most basic way. Um, But yeah, I got to take a piss. I'll be right back. Okay, we're back here. I'm going to watch this video I saw this week. And this is the most insecure freestyle of all time. It's on an idol. One of the idol shows. What is it? Like fucking Russian idol? American idol? Russian American idol? Whatever the fuck it is. First of all, those shoes bang. Whatever that guy's wearing, these shoes are unbelievable. It says the best audition freestyle ever. Also, if this is American Idol, they don't do rappers, you know, but he raps and he does a freestyle and this kid just basically looks like a school shooter. So here's the, um, here's the freestyle he does. I hope you're feeling my flow. If not, bitch, you'd make me late for my show. I'm oh. Real D. Cause I don't give Chancy. a fuck. You pope motherfucker if you're like me so- go and don't stop uh, if stop, you're like stop, me stop. oh wow if you're like me suck my cock you know such a weird kink are you like me suck my cock dude fucking she says oh stop stop dude that reminds me one time when i was in new york I, was, I went to new york university f- for a fucking almost a year uh and uh uh i had a, a roommate named Anshul. Who now that I think about it, uh, not that I not that I think about it, I knew back then, but he was like a big fan of Osama bin Laden, and I didn't even know who that was back then because it was before nine eleven and boy, do I know who he is now? but he was just like, um, we didn't like each other, you know, I'm gonna be honest he just didn't he didn't like my uh my humor, I think um and anyway, he uh one time I was singing. That song, I want to lick you up and down until you say stop. And he said, stop. And I laughed so hard, dude. The guy annoyed me so much. I left school before he did, and I was never going to see him again. And I took the receiver of the phone, and I fucking threw it away like a fucking little bitch. I threw the receiver of the phone this way when the phone rang, and somebody tried to call him. It would just ring and ring and ring, and he couldn't get the receiver. But that's payback, dude. That's payback for being a dick to me and liking Osama bin Laden anyway dude so this is like, this lady's like stop 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 dude this freestyle i hope you I mean, feel the N-word. N-word. if not bitch you'd make me late for my show i'm a real g why is he sound like a robot i'm a real g you made me late for my show i'm a real g come so Co- 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 give us motherfucker if you're like me suck. go and don't stop uh, stop 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 if you're like me suck my cock wow Look, these are the dates, dude. All right, these are the f- these are the fucking dates I'm doing, and these are the first. And it don't you know you could be like, oh, what about co- Chicago? Yeah, they're co- they're all coming, dude. Just right now, this is what we're doing: Atlanta, Georgia, September 9th; Washington D.C., September 10th; Stockton, California, Oakland, Peoria, October 7th; Raleigh, October tw- 21st; Savannah, Denver, Colorado, November 5th. Cheyenne, Wyoming, November 6th. Boston, Massachusetts, and Jacksonville, Florida in December. So go to com, get those good tickets. And you have to put in the code. If you're listening to this on Thursday, put in the code, don't push me. If you're listening to this on Friday, then just go and get those tickets. But get the good seats with the code on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday. What's the past Wednesday? Well, Patreon people will hear this. Well, that's the episode for YouTube today. If you want to catch the rest of the episode, the uncut episode, go, over and go on over to patreon.com. <laughs> Uh, Chris slash Chris uh, patreon.com slash Chris and that's where you can get the rest of the episode you also have 13 other episodes because we release one every month that is not for the public only for Patreon subscribers so go binge watch them now sign up patreon.com slash Chris and we also have other things that we do behind the scenes stuff and also uh, this segment we do called review mode where we review lots of stuff like movie trailers and Thanksgiving dinner and all that shit anyway chrisd'elia.com well, uh, well, no. Patreon.com/slash/ChrisLeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's do it.